Hello, welcome to our podcast, Two Coffees, Please. A podcast about two caffeine loving sisters who know a little about a lot, talking about everything over a cup of coffee. So grab yours and let's go. Hello. Hi, how are you, sister? I'm good, how are you? Good, good. Just drinking my cup of coffee. Um, next person, do you see your, your title? Is that what you put for me? No. I guess it generates like random, random, random things. I they probably heard the podcast was like, we're going to name a passionate spokesperson. <laughs> very passionate when she speaks. That's who you're going to be. Um, <laughs> so we were saying. Uh, being healthy about your goals and being realistic. So not um, going into it with the mindset like you're. I mean, there's always room for improvement, but uh, I, I need to fix this on me because I'm ugly or I'm to this or I'm to that. Like the goals shouldn't be to um, fix something that you've already deemed like a, a flaw. It should be like a way to improve yourself and feel positive. But like, I guess what I'm trying to say is come into it with a positive mindset for where you are at that moment. Yes. Appreciating your body as it is now and knowing that it went through things and that's why you were like this and you're going to improve yourself by eating healthier and exercising. Yes. And not by talking down to yourself and um, disrespecting yourself. (laughs) Yeah. I totally agree. That being said, though, like one of the goals I've put for myself is uh, more yoga and more journaling since we are cooped up in the house. Mental health has really um, our awareness on it and the importance of it has really come up everywhere, really. So um, these two things help keep me, you know, sane in this insane world. <laughs> Which takes me to our next topic, which is what we should have been taught in school. As important as subjects were, I think that it's like how to do financial stuff, like just things that are important now as an adult. I'm saying like you learn all these things after you graduate and, you know, some people go to college, some people don't. And you have to learn the hard way. And it puts you in a position where if your parents aren't savvy about it, if um, you weren't very interested in finance or mental health or, you know, health in general, that when it starts to affect you, it's like, wow, like now I have to figure this out on my own or I have to look for help when it should have been provided to you when you're, you know, young. I was just reading an article um, about, uh, I think it was Japan. They don't uh, give kids, I think, um, elementary school, any tests because they don't want them to feel any type of way. Like they don't want them to feel like they're being tested on how smart they are. What they do teach them though is manners, um, how to uh, like build themselves up, how to be uh, respectful to elders, like things like that, that are going to build their character. Um, mm. 
so that when they are ready to start doing, you know, the testing and stuff like that, they'll be more truthful with themselves. They won't be cheating because they know that cheating is wrong. Like, you know, everything will be more uh, natural than us feeling like, oh my God, we have to pass this test. Let me just write down the answers on my hand and see like if I can pass this, you know, like it's just like so much, so much on you. Yeah. So much pressure on you as a child. And I think like, I think they're doing something right with that. I think like that builds a person's self-esteem um, at a very young age when you should use, need that, you know, and they also teach them how to socialize, which is huge because here we're worried about bullying and all this stuff. But I feel it's like people don't know how to socialize at a young age. And now with the pandemic going on, when they go back to school, are they going to be able to socialize? Are they going to know how to interact with people, uh, with other children? Um, I think that all those things are very important to be taught in school um, so that when you are out at 18, you have all those values in you. And yes, I understand you should be taught these things at home. You know, manners should be taught to you when you're young at home. But parents work like you have two working parents. You don't really you have the kids with babysitters. You have it in daycare or after school activities. Like when do you really have time to teach them these things? You know, like there's just. Really, there's always time to teach your kids how to treat people. Not your kids. Not if you're a single mother and have to work two jobs and then don't have time to be home with your child or to teach him those things. I mean, you could obviously you're gonna show them, but I mean, do you really have time to sit there and go over these things with them? It's hard. And then, are you really a good teacher? Because that's something that's going on right now. Like just um, learning remotely, a lot of parents are losing their minds trying to teach their children because everyone's not made to be teachers. <laughs> like, I don't know how I would have done it if I had to teach my five-year-old right now. Like, luckily he's starting kindergarten this, uh, this year. So I don't have to really worry about it, but it was a concern of mine. Like, how am I going to like, and even now, like just teaching him how to do like letters and things like that. But I'm saying like actual curriculum to have to go through it every single day with them. That's a lot of pressure on a parent who doesn't have the education to do that. I mean, yeah, teachers are definitely underpaid. I was telling uh, my fiance this today that um, that he's like, oh, so um, what are you going to do? Do you want to become a teacher? Is that what you want to do? I'm like, no, no, no. Like that, they're way underpaid for what, what they put up with. And I mean, there's a slew of other reasons. I'm just not something about standing in front of, 30 little kids mm. doesn't appeal to me, but yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. We can do away with some subjects like home act. I don't even while, whilst I was still in, in middle school and high school and I was like making a smoothie or sewing a pillow. I'm like, I don't understand why I'm learning this right now. <laughs> like what? This is really weird. It just seems like it's such an outdated thing to teach kids certain certain things that they're just not really going to use yeah i'm not really sure if i want to take anything out but i think including some things would definitely help and finance is one of them and mental health is definitely a second like those two things are i think is a must at this point because as you can see how our um country is going it's not you know Economics is huge and 
so is mental health. <laughs> you know, there's so much therapists out there because, you know, people don't know how to deal with so much stuff going on. And maybe we had better resources and education when we were younger on how to deal with certain things. We will be in a better place. But I mean, that's just my opinion on it. Not saying that it should happen. I'm just saying that that would have helped me at least to have learned things um, in school. So then I would I would be better prepared. Um, I know college gives you those options to learn finance and learn healthcare and all that stuff, but um, you got to pay for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got to pay for it. And a lot of people don't. You know, they don't have the. And I want to say privilege because it is a privilege to go to college nowadays. You know, like it's just it's not it's not something that you could just say, oh, I'm going to do because you can't afford it. And, you know, there's so much that with that. But just an idea, you know, I'm not saying give them the whole spiel, but like at least, you know, how to open a credit card and like what happens when you open a credit card or how to save money. Yeah. Or, you know something. Um, I was speaking about something else. I was watching um, Seinfeld, uh, I think like two days ago. And there was an episode, I don't know, you don't watch Seinfeld, right? No. Yeah, you should get on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I have um, um, reserve, my reserves. Yeah. My when, reservations. Um, so I was watching an episode where uh, one of the characters got engaged and one of the female characters was uh, his friend was like upset about it and, you know, was wishing that it was her who was engaged and was like questioning why he was and she wasn't. So it made me think about it. And like, I wanted to bring it up to you because I feel like um, the reason why she felt that way wasn't really because she was, she felt like he didn't deserve it. I think like she felt that, something was wrong with her because she wasn't in that space. She wasn't in that time frame, like in within her time frame to be there. So um, what do you think about that? Like, do you think there's pressure on women to have to be married with kids at a certain age? And simple, yeah. I mean, we put it on ourselves and we put it on others and it's put on us by others. I mean, I, I feel like now we're kind of opening our, our minds up to that. Like, oh, I'm not just put on earth to be a mom someday. Like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, I don't have to be someone's wife. Oh, okay. Like, I think now when we hear that, I mean, I, for the longest time, I mean, even now I still kind of grapple with it. Like, do I want to become a mom someday? Do I not? And finding a partner who is completely okay with that, you know, um, telling them like, Hey, I might not want this for myself ever. And having them tell me that that's fine. Like if that's what, if that's how it's going to be, then that's fine. Um, I think that it's not just women who are now understanding that it's okay to want different things, but also men who understand that women were just not, we're not brought here just to freaking, pop them out and if you do decide that then that's that's amazing because that's a lifelong <laughs> it's a life yeah and, and commitment yeah yeah and i mean i think the reason why a lot of women are choosing to not do that is because you know having a career and being a mom is and a wife is like three jobs at one like that's not an easy thing to do 
I, I know it's very demanding. And if you are like most women are, you expect a lot out of yourself. And if you are lacking in one place or the other, you feel like you're failing. So I can understand why a lot of women are like, okay, well, if I'm going to be a career woman, then I'm not going to be worried about being a family woman, you know, like I have to just focus on it where the reality is that men have the option to be a career man and still have a, a family because they depend on their wives to take care of the family, which I mean, it's been happening for years and centuries and centuries. So it's like, it's nothing new, but um, there are luckily uh, men who are willing to uh, switch the roles or is open to like not have a family and like, you know, just being too, working, career-oriented people living together, you know, married or whatever. And that's cool too. But I think like, it's just, you know, you kind of want it because you want to have everything, but then you kind of know like, okay, am I really going to be able to do everything? And like, it's been, it's being done, but I mean, something always has to give, you know? Like I know for, I know as, for myself, like something always has to give, like, you know, I'm, I could be with my kids and then, you know, I'm probably only giving 90% or 80% to my job at that point, or I could be in my job and I only given 80%, 75% to my children. Like it's hard to do both at the same time and be like super women. Like that's, it's just so hard to do that. Yeah. I mean, I, I obviously don't know what it's like, but I mean, I'm someone that likes to have a lot of my plate. So going to school, having two jobs, um, fostering, um, pets, all these other little things. Yeah. That I like to do. It just, um, it's a lot, it's a lot and it's demanding, like not even just physically, but mentally, emotionally, just all kinds of demandings. I'm like that. That's one of my biggest things. Like, oof, like a kid is not something that I can, like, I can always put a pause on fostering. I can always um, get a, a different job that works with my schedule or I could always modify things. You cannot modify a child or, I mean, I guess if you want to put them up for adoption, but that's not something to be taken lightly ever. Um, I'm not going to look down on anyone who has had to make that like difficult decision, but yeah, it's just not something that I, I don't know. It's tricky, but from what you were saying with like her friend got engaged and she wasn't, she didn't really feel happy for them or it was kind of questioning why she wasn't feeling happy for him. Um, I mean, that's rough. Cause again, I feel like we do put that timeline on us, on ourselves. We put that, um, I mean, I was doing it literally just yesterday cause someone that I work with just popped out a baby and I love how you say you just popped out a baby. Like uh, she gave birth. <laughs> just don't pop them out. You just but okay. <laughs> yeah, I wish it was that easy. <laughs> it's not like that at all. But okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> um. And I mean, we're around the same age, and I'm just like, I mean, there, there's that whole thing with like comparing, and it's not just women that do it. I'm sure men do it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Comparing and always looking at what you don't got and. Um, the timeline and, oh, but they're this age or oh, they like, I should be here by an hour. I should be doing that by, like, it's just too much that I kind of take a step back. And I was almost applying that pressure on to my fiance as well. I was like, oh, you know, 
Um, I, I, I think I want this, but I need to get that done by this age and you need to do this by this age so we can get to that step. By I'm like, what am I doing? I'm like, you know, what? I'm sorry. Um, we'll get there when we get there. I mean, as long as we're hustling and we're doing what we got to do and don't just, I don't think you should just tread water and like, ah, if life happens, it happens. Like, no, you got to keep making moves, but don't, don't make it harder than it needs to be by saying, if I don't have it by this time, I'm a failure. Right. Or something's missing. Something's wrong with me. Yeah. Well, then that brings me up to the next topic, which is... Um, you and your segues. <laughs> what, what if you're in a relationship? No, because, I mean, it really goes together. Like, what if you're in a relationship and, you know, you've been dating for a really long time and you haven't... Like, nobody has asked the other person to get married. Like, it's just... We've been dating for five, six... 10 years and there's still no proposing, no marriage, nothing, nothing's happening. Like, do you feel like that's something that also is society giving you, putting pressure on it? Or do you think it's something that we do ourselves? Like, how do you think um, that timeline should work? Like, do you think there should be a timeline on how long someone should be engaged? Or do you think, or like being in a relationship before they get engaged and married? Or do you think it's like, just let it be what it is? I think that it's a bit of both of like society telling us like, because if you tell someone that you've been dating for 10 years that, you know, they're automatically gonna be like, Oh, <laughs> they, I mean, if you hear that, you're like, okay, well, especially if they're around a certain age, you're like, okay, well, like what's going on? Like, are you ever going to pop the question? Like you, you, they might not say it, but they, they might be wondering what's going on there. And also I think it also like, I'm no love doctor. I don't know if I mentioned that already, but, um, I think it depends on what's important to you. Do you have to get married in order for to for you to feel like, okay, my relationship is complete? Or are you okay with this being a partners? You know, maybe not boyfriend, girlfriend, but like partners instead. You live together, you have kids together. Like does that ring in the certificate contract, whatever you want to call it, does that really matter to you enough to walk away from it if it doesn't happen? Right. You know? I think that a lot of people are scared to have that conversation with their significant other. And I think that if, I mean, personally, if you're able to, you know, have an intimate relationship with them, then you're ready to have that conversation, that uncomfortable conversation with them about what you're expecting out of whatever you're doing. Like, even if you're just messing around, like be truthful with that person and say, I'm not ready for anything serious. All I want to do is just like have fun. And then have that person be in the same page with you, or at least say that they are, because then you're going into this being completely honest with what's going on. And also, if you are looking for a relationship and you feel like you're in that, that part of your life where you're like, oh, I just want to lay down, have a family, then you're looking to settle down and have a family. So be honest with that person. Like, listen, at this point, I want to have a family. I want to settle down. Um, like, that's something that I want. And if you don't want that, then like, then this is not going to work out. Like you have to be able to bring that because what happens is that once you start having those feelings, then you start settling. Oh, I'm, I'm in love with him now. So okay, with us not being married, when you knew that you wanted to have a, a, a marriage, you wanted to have, you know, have that wedding and stuff. So now you're settling because the person that you are in love with is not willing to do that for you. And now you're not getting everything that you wanted, which yeah. isn't, isn't fair either you know like you have to be truthful with yourself and i mean if it's not such a big deal then fine but if it is then you should make that like 
life is too short and you have to be willing to fight for what you want and be honest with yourself and then be honest with wh whoever you're with. I feel like you shouldn't settle for something. And if it doesn't work out, if that isn't for you, then it isn't for you. And then you move on. And at least you didn't waste another 10 years. And now you're like, you know, what happened? You know, like I just spent 20 years waiting for this guy to propose and that never happened. Maybe he wasn't ready. Like he's never going to do that. Maybe you yeah. weren't the one that he was going to do it with, you know? Yeah. I think that's always been one of my fears is just settling, like knowing I mean, I think, you know, when a relationship is just fun and it's not going to go anywhere. And if you're okay with that, <laughs> and um, I mean, I, I think those kind of relationships are important anyways, because they teach you what you do want in a long-term relationship and what you definitely don't want. Um, you're wasting so much time on, on someone that is just, not, they might not even be treating you wrong, but it's just like. You, you don't could. get what you want. You don't get everything that you, you want out of life. And the same thing with kids. Like, I feel that if you're a person that doesn't want to have children, I think that that's something important to talk about. And I know a lot of people are like, no, I don't want to talk about that because, like, people are going to think I'm crazy mentioning kids at this point. But, again, if you are being intimate with someone, chances could be that you could get pregnant. And what happens then if that person doesn't want a kid and you did want to have a child and now, or vice versa, you didn't want to have a kid and the person wants to have a child. Like it just becomes a whole mess. And it's just, it's just so much easier if you're honest and able to talk and then be like, this is what I like. This is what I want. And, and that's it. Like you should be able to have that conversation with the person that you're with. And if you can't have that conversation with the person you're with, then maybe you shouldn't be with that person. I, I'm just thinking about it. And I tell this to, to my fiance all the time. I'm like, you know, I've obviously we've been out of the dating game for such a long time. I mean, we've been together for, um, oh, <laughs> eight, nine years. And I just, the thought of dating, I, like the games that you people play, like the, I don't want to tell them how I feel, or I don't want like, or like I can't show too much interest or I can't I can't call them right now or I gotta wait seven days until the next day. It's just like, oh my God, like that that's always giving me a headache. Even in like high school days, like just I will tell you I like you. You please tell me if you like me and then we'll go from there. But like we I don't like if I'm talking to other people, I will let you know. Um and hopefully you will do the same. But like just, just lay it all out there. And another thing that I felt is um, interesting is that, um, as you know, we don't have any brother and uh, we don't have a brother. So our last name is going to be gone. Um, so that's why I guess that person was making it a point. Like, you know, your last name is, you know, your father's last name is never going to be heard again. And I'm like, and I understand that. And that makes sense. But to me, like, it was something that was traditional. So I felt like I, I wanted to do it. Like, it wasn't, I didn't have second thoughts of it. Um, and I also would like to have the same last name as my kids. So I feel like that's important to me. So it wasn't like I really felt any type of way about it. But I can understand where they're coming from. And why they wouldn't, because I actually um, 
research the reason why women take the man's name and it's like pretty sick <laughs> yeah we're property right so i can understand why there are women out there who's like no i'm not gonna do that like why am i gonna take someone else's name that's me <laughs> I, I that's actually it's funny because i'm not on the other side of that um and i it's weird that you not weird but i, I was surprised that you told me that you heard criticism for taking his name whereas i heard criticism for saying i'm not gonna take um my guy's name or if I do, I will definitely hyphenate it because uh, my friend was like, oh, choose another time to be a feminist. But it's like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, that that the history of why we take men's names, we oh, like a woman doesn't a woman doesn't have her own name. She has her father's name, one man to the next man's name, her husband. So, um, I mean, I guess keeping my dad's name is still keeping a man's name, but at least it's like bloodline and. I don't know. Without, I don't know. It, it's important to me. And yeah. But I wouldn't, I mean, at the end of the day, it's woman's choice. If she wants to keep her husband's name or keep her own um, family name, maiden name. What did your fiance say when you told him? Have you told him? I have told him. And um, at first, I think he thought I was kidding. And then after I brought it up again, he was just like, huh, okay. And he's like, I don't know how I feel about that. But at the end of the day, I'm not, I mean, this is tradition that we're talking about here. It's not like, I feel like he feels a certain type of way because like, it's, this is a traditional thing. Like, shouldn't, shouldn't you take my name? Like, what does it mean if you don't take my name? I think it's more of, I don't know. He starts questioning like him, his status, I guess, on it. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know about status, but it's like, I asked him, like, well, what if I told you you should take my name? And he's like, no, like, but why? Because that's just not done. But, I mean, that's that's what I'm... I'm not going to do something just because it's tradition. Are you not doing something because it is tradition? No, it's because I feel like I want to keep my last name. It is a rare name, so keep it a bit alive. Um, and I mean, as for the kids, and, I yeah, I was gonna actually, that was my next question. That'll be, I mean, I just don't see what the problem is with hyphenating a name. It's both of us in one marriage. It's not just you. So, but what happens when the child, I mean, obviously child has to have one name. I mean, they use one name here. Hyphenated. If it's hyphenated, they can use both. But usually you drop the last one and you put the new one, the first one. Who would it be? If they just take his name, that's fine. I just know for myself then. Something new I learned from you. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. It's just important to me. And um, he, I mean, I got really lucky with him. Like he's very, very understanding and very progressive in that sense. And I don't think I could be with someone if they weren't, they wouldn't allow me to be myself and not, like I have to be able to express myself not only as like an individual, but as a, a woman and feel like you respect me and we're on the same level playing, like same playing level field. playing field. <laughs> I think I said it right, right? Um, because yeah, I think from our culture, we, you know, men get put on a pedestal 
not even just our culture, a lot of various cultures. So I'm trying to break that, trying to break that mold. What else to you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would like to see. I mean, unfortunately, then it will, our, our last name will probably stop after you anyways, because your kids are going to have your husbands, I guess. Maybe. If I can hyphenate it, if there's a way that we, they can keep it hyphenated, then hey, I'll be I'll be happy with that. Yeah, unless well, if I have kids, remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's talk about the book. Oh yeah. So, um, seeing that it is Black History Month, I have um, decided to read Maya Angelou's "I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings." Um, I mean, you should always look into authors um, that are black or brown because diversity is so important in everything that, every aspect, especially like when it comes to hearing different people's perspectives, lives, voices that aren't usually amplified. Um, Yeah, I think this month especially, we should be learning and educating ourselves about um, black lives. Yes. I think they used to teach that. Um, um, let us read that book in high school. I'm not sure they're still allowing that book to be read. I don't, I'm not sure if there was ever banned in New York. I know it was banned in different other, like in other states, like school libraries and public libraries because of its um, uh, sexual content. But it was her real life. Yeah. I mean, and I'm sure there was other reasons. I mean, the, the <laughs> I guess because I'm, I'm writing about it now, but there's so many reasons why books get banned and challenged. It's ridiculous. Like, but um, I did read um, the Hate You Give, and I actually just saw the movie. Um, and that's another movie which is like very relevant to you know what's going on nowadays um, with the protests of like Black Lives Matter and everything like that. So it's, uh, if anyone, you know, wants to look a little bit more deeper onto why this protests about police killing and brutality against uh, African-Americans, then this is a pretty good movie of a, a girl's perspective on the killing of her friends in front of her by a policeman. So... It's just like, you know, it's just a little insight just to look at it in a different angle. And I mean, obviously this is the month for it, but it shouldn't only be the month for it. You know, like just mm-hmm. like um, September is uh, Hispanic Heritage uh, Month. Like you should, oh, I mean, we live in the melting pot country. Like, and as much as a lot of people wouldn't want that, it's the truth. It's the reality of this this country. So it's good to, to know your neighbor. It's good to know about everyone and Mm -hmm. you need to start somewhere and people are not going to hand you like people shouldn't be teaching you about themselves. You should take a little initiative and teach yourself so Mm -hmm. that when conversations come up, you have something intellectual to say Mm -hmm. and not just, something you heard on TV because yeah. most of the things on TV are not true. 
And with a little bit more compassion and empathy for others. Yeah. Because you never know what other people's walk through life has been. Or is at this point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, on that note, <laughs> uh, we would like to hear what, what your thoughts are. Um, and what books are you reading um, for for Black History Month? Um, so if you would like to leave comments or suggestions of books that we should be, we should get into, uh, you could do so on our Instagram page at uh, Two Coffees, please. Thanks for spending some time with us and having a cup of coffee and <laughs> a cup of tea. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I even said that I was having a cup of tea. Yeah, <laughs> Yes, my ginger tea. Thank you. Bye. Bye, guys.